Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. It's Sunday. Today's a little bit special. Um, we have been doing this for quite a while. This is episode number 900. 900, man. And I could not be, I don't know. I guess grateful is probably the best word that I could use. I'm just happy, man. I'm really, really happy to not only be doing this right now, there's nowhere else I'd rather be, but just for how long we've been able to do this. And so just so thankful. Love all the hashtag CCs. Appreciate you guys. What's up, Jose? Appreciate you guys. Mosquito Killer Jason. We've got a fun show. Um, We've got a lot of fun stuff that I want to get to. We're going to be giving away two tickets um, to 49ers training camp, which is going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to announce that winner. We did um, – a giveaway shout out to Vicky for helping us on that over on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we're going to be going over the best 27, the best 28 of all time. I've got some questions. I want to get into some NFC West talk. I want to get into some what ifs. We always talk about the 17 to know, which I'd love. Um, but yeah, I want to kind of see where the height and the ceiling and the floor are for the 49ers this year. And that's even with taking in injuries and all those different things, because it doesn't take long to look back at, you know, the 49ers and just kind of see where things were. Uh, the 2020 year still looms large in the back of our heads. And I think rightfully so not everything goes well, not everything goes well. So uh, appreciate everybody that's here. Look at mosquito killer. Appreciate you, man. He says, John, congratulations on 900 episodes absolutely crazy that we got here um and it's a wee thing it's a big wee thing look at rtp he says what's up john hashtag cc we are less than 72 hours from the start of camp i am so hyped you know we look at the dates that we have you know coming up the rookies already reported they've been there they've been getting some workouts in you know we got news Daryl Luter Jr.'s starting out on the pup, the physically unable to perform list. That's huge. Um, the good news that I always want to just constantly remind, and I hate the way the NFL does this, there's a pup active and a pup reserve. He's on the puck at pup active, which means he can come off tomorrow. Tomorrow he can practice fully. We don't know the severity of the injury, but we do know that it happened in training camp. This is something that happened while he was with the 49ers because if it happened beforehand, he would have been on the NFI, the non-football injury. He's not. So this is something that was sustained during minicamp, rookie minicamp, somewhere along there. But he could pop off anytime. So we'll have to see. We're going to hear from Kyle and John Tuesday um, before the practices because Wednesday I will be there. So excited to hang out with you, Matthew. Uh, Wednesday's open. Thursday's open. We'll be at both of those. Excited about that. So you know, Wednesday, it's here, guys. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. We we have waited, and we have waited, and we have waited. 49ers football's back. Now, the games don't start yet so soon, but 
the 49ers and Raiders have joint practices on the 10th and 11th. You're, you're not too far away. You're talking two weeks. We have a person, a team that we're going to be playing against, and that's exciting. News with that, the Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo passed his physical today. He is not going on the pup. He is fully cleared. That's important for several reasons. One, the compensation pick formula, we needed Jimmy Garoppolo to play some. You know, it's a three-part formula. One, what you signed for, average amount per year. Two, play in time three postseason awards. Uh, the contract is number one in the heaviest weight in that compensation pick formula. But now that he's cleared, Niners don't have to worry about that, literally at all. And so if you remember, we're not necessarily getting a compensation pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, but he is canceling out the Javon Hargrave um, thing. So I'm excited about that. Now, here's what's weird. Uh, we're 900 episodes in, and it looks like all of the, the chats and everything are not going very clear. So I got to go to Facebook. So if you're commenting over on um, you know, the, the stream yard, which we are using for our stuff, it's just not syncing with YouTube for some reason. Look at this, 900 episodes in, and we still got craziness going on. But uh, I could go over to YouTube, and I could see a bunch of those, which is awesome. So um, glad to have those there. I just won't be able to pull them up on the chat, which is frustrating, but that's okay. That's okay. So I can see y'all's comments. Love all the hashtag CCs. Anita, thank you for the kind words. Uh, I like the 49ers Jim Rome comment. That's pretty fun. That's pretty fun. Um, now, back to compensation pick formula. Jimmy Garoppolo cancels out Javon Hargrave, which means Mike McGlinchey we get a third-round pick for. And there's a lot, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff coming in. Because next year, draft-wise, and I know we're focusing right now, but... We want one foot here and one foot in the foot in the future. It's important because we have our first, second, and third original picks for next year, plus an additional third rounder for McGlinchey, an additional third rounder for Carthon and D'Amico. We got a fifth rounder for Samson Ebicom, six rounder for Jimmy Ward, six rounder for Mosley, plus our other original picks. So this is huge. Niners got a lot, a lot of picks coming up. It. I think that's important because if the Niners want to get aggressive and trade, now you have that possibility. And I think that's important. So if they want to go get somebody, uh, <laughs> look at Josh. Uh, he says, we're trading a haul for Caleb Williams. I don't think there's a way that you could get Caleb Williams. I don't even think it's possible, possible to trade for Caleb Williams. Whoever has the first overall picks getting them, he's that damn good a player. I just hope he doesn't go to the NFC West. I'm just going to be honest. That's what I don't want. Um, now, real quick, let's do this giveaway, um, which compliments of Vicky. She is incredible. If you've ever been to one of the 49ers Rush Road Trip events, you know Vicky. She has been one of the mainstays that has been there. We met her in Chicago a while ago, and she is just absolutely great. She's like a little sister now. And so if, if you want to hang out with us and party with us, you know where to go. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. She got some extra tickets to give away because she's so freaking kind. She's incredible. And so we posted this up on Instagram. And we just said, hey, like this picture, you know, whatever, share this picture, and you're entered in. So I want to say congratulations. We had, I think it was it was a little over 70 entrants that could make it to 49ers um, camp. And the winner was number seven, which I do like a random generator. Um, at Kayla Kip Nobles, 
Shout out to her. She's got pictures of her Niners gear up on her IG, which is awesome. So shout out to Kayla. Uh, excited to have you out. And hopefully we get to say hello and make an introduction in person. But uh, glad for you and somebody of your liking to bring out. We're going to be doing some more giveaways, by the way, because we want people to come out and party and have a good time and be around their, their team. You know, that's what it's about. What's up, Bobo? Appreciate the super chat. Um, they say if we have three quarterbacks, we don't have a quarterback. It's only true if they're terrible. We have a battle of three good and competent quarterbacks most teams envy. Yeah, and that's the saying usually goes, ah, if you got two, you don't have one. Well, if you got three, it's even more crazy. Kyle Shanahan just recently on NFL Network says, you know, everything's a possibility and they are open. I do think Brock's probably going to be the guy. But, man, Trey Lance, very happy to see him whenever he plays. Sam Darnold, I know that it's kind of easy to kind of punk on Sam Darnold because there's been some bad tape out there, but you cannot deny the traits. You can't do it. And I would also argue, name a better number three quarterback in the NFL. And if you're one of the people that's like, Sam Darnold's number two, that's okay. Name a better number three quarterback than Trey Lance. That's fine. We can play that game too. And so try to figure those things out, right? Because the Niners have, and again, I'm stealing this word from Steph Sanchez a year ago. I asked her, I love Steph Sanchez. She's incredible. What did the Niners do this offseason to protect themselves? And she said, you know, insulation. They insulated themselves. And that's just what they continue to do. What's up, Jax? Appreciate the super chat. I cannot put the uh, stuff on the channel, which is frustrating. Um but that's okay. Uh, Jax, thank you for the super chat. She says, hey, John, have a great show. Appreciate all the heart emojis, your positivity. Jax, we got a question in response that we're going to get to. Your 17-0 claims that you always make. And so I just want to say thank you for that because your positivity is now generating questions and dialogue over on Patreon and an email because people want to talk about what you put out there. And if you don't know, Jax has been consistent 17 to 0. She thinks that's what the Niners schedule is going to be. And uh, we're going to jump into that today. From Brett, he says, fairly new listener. Um, Lee and Paul from 49ers Faithful UK. Love those guys. Got me listening to you. Two of my close friends, you and them have changed my life. What? Never listened to podcasts before. Now hooked to you. Brett, I just want to say I really appreciate you, man. Your candor, uh, your honesty. We're so glad to have you. And it is weird. You know, this is... I like milestones. I'm weird. Um, I'm a history guy. I'm a dates guy. All those things. This is episode 900. I had no clue what this was going to be. And when we first started the show, I was living in Texas. This is before I moved to Los Angeles like seven years ago. And the whole thing was just I wanted a football outlet. That's where it started because I wasn't coaching anymore because I wanted to be home with my kiddos and my family. But I needed somewhere to put this football whatever passion I have. And it turned into something I had no clue of. I had no clue we were going to be doing this stuff. Um, I didn't know that there was a market for providing, you know, entertainment and safe spaces for people to meet up and building community. I didn't understand that. But the one thing I keep going back to, Brett, and thank you again, every single thing we do, it has to fall into one of two categories. Very simple. One, increase the fan experience. That's the most important thing. Whatever we could do to make your 49ers experience better when you're watching the games, times like now, whatever, that's number one. Number two, we got to be positive. 
I don't want to be tearing down. I don't want to be destructive. I don't want to be attacking. I don't want to be clickbait. That's not what I want to do. So, you know, things have evolved from, you know, just doing this podcast. We did, we weren't even on YouTube when we first started. It was just audio. Then it would, you know, somebody said, Hey, let's do YouTube. Okay. I'll put it up on there. Then it was Patreon. Then it was the breakdowns. Then it was road trips. It just keeps growing. I I, I don't know how long <laughs> I'm going to be able to do this job. I understand it is not lost on me how lucky I am. And I'm very thankful to everybody. And just want to say thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Rook says, John. Since O-line takes time to get comfortable with each other in the beginning of the season, is it smart to rest Brock Purdy so he won't get crushed early by some miscommunications from the O-line? Well, here's the thing that's weird. There's not one new member on the offensive line. If you're looking at starters to starters, we have four out of five last year. McGlinchey's gone. But Colton McKivitz has been here for three years. Colton McKivitz has been here the exact same amount of time as Trent Williams. In fact, he has been here longer than Aaron Banks. He has been here longer than Jake Brindle. He has been here longer than Spencer Burford. And he is the one that is now stepping into right tackle. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So I'm going to say no. The O-line usually does take time to progress and gel and those things, but the fact that you have four out of five starters in the same spot, I'm cool with that. Um, and no, I'm not one that believes in resting. You put whoever the quarterback is that's going to give you the best chance to win week one. That's a huge contingent is, is Brock Purdy healthy? That's what I care about. If Brock Purdy's not healthy, then I say no. If he's fully cleared, then I say yes. So great question, Rook. Absolutely appreciate that. Um, yeah, in Jedi, if Brock is pain-free, he needs to take the snaps. I agree. Um, if I see him out there, that's what I want, man. That's what I want. So very, very good. Mosquito Killer, he says, this was the same thing for me. Never listened to a podcast. Came across you, John, as well. Um, haven't turned back to the radio since. Man, I remember... 
when we were kids, you know, I'm an, I'm not, I was born in the early eighties. So I was a nineties kind of teenager sports fanatic living in Texas. I spent summers in Atlanta. If I wanted Niners coverage, and this is even during football season, Sports Center was the only way to get it. That was it. You'd watch an hour-long Sports Center show for a minute and a half clip of the 49ers. That was it. And whenever it was over, my heart's pumping. Oh, what did I miss? What did I miss? And so what would we do? We'd watch all the hour again just so we could re-watch that minute and a half. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have all those things. I'd buy whatever magazines at the store I could find that had anything to do with football. I'd read those nonstop. Uh, for my birthday, I got the Sports Illustrated, whatever, and I got a job so I could help pay for that. Uh, it, like Now we are in a different time. And I, I'm not knocking radio, and if you live locally, you have those options. If you do not, whew, yeah, that, that's you don't get that. You don't get that. And so that that's that's the issue. Uh, Brett goes on to say, you know, he's been a fan since 2003. Met Lee and Paul in 2018. They're awesome. Uh, president, baby. I have not met Paul Hope in person yet, and that bothers me. I've been able to meet Lee a couple times. He's in great. He's great. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get we get to have that opportunity, and we we could hang out, man. That's what it's about. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's about. So let's jump into our best of series. Let's do that. Um, the numbers that we have up today are 27 and 28. We'll do 27 on the front end. Now, we've had some recent players wearing number 27, Adrian Colbert, CJ Spillman. I did not know Tony Dungy. He played one year for us, the great Tony Dungy. Uh, didn't really do much with us, but pretty cool that he played. And then Dante Johnson, got to talk about number 27. He's incredible. But it was interesting because, you know, throughout the series, you only get credit for what you do for the Niners, one. Two, you only get credit for what you do in that jersey. Dante Johnson has changed jerseys so many times. 2014 to 2017, he wore 36. Then he was away from the 49ers for two years. Came back in 2019, was number 38. Then from 2020 to 2022, he wore number 27. Only 28 starts um, in his entire career, but... He played in over 100 games. Wasn't a starter, role player, backup guy. When people got hurt, he stepped in. That's kind of what he did. Um, so R.C. Owens, man, he played from 57 to 61. He had a 19 approximated value score on pro football reference. Walt Harris, baby, the cornerback, 06 to 08, uh, 21 AV score. He joined the Niners at the end of his career. He was 32, Walt Harris was. His first year with the Niners, 32. Had Pro Bowl year, his first year with us, eight picks. Um, started 46 games for us. We got Al Randolph, a little bit older than I remember. From 1966 to 74, he had a 25 AV score. He was a defensive back um, with the Niners for the first six years of his career. And then after traveling all over the NFL, he came back and finished with us. Third round pick out of Iowa. Started 75 games with 10 picks for us. But the best. Number 27, all time to wear that jersey number for the 49ers. I haven't seen it in the chat. I'm a little uh, little taken apart here. Um, yeah, that's okay. Carlton Williams, dude balled out 1981 to 1987. He had a 50 AV score, 5-0, doubled anybody else that's worn this jersey number. It's not close. He was a third-round pick out of Brown, not Brown up north, Brown in Georgia. 
defensive back, two Pro Bowls, two Super Bowls with the Niners. Started 80 games regular season, 17 picks. That's great. But what separates him, 11 playoff games started with two interceptions in the playoffs. That's huge. Um, Got to give a shout-out to the man, Carlton Williams. Absolutely incredible. Um, really, really cool. And so, you know, this best of series, I, I know we're not going to make it all the way through. We'll probably, we might make it to 50. <laughs> and, and if we do, then next year we'll pick up at 51 and we'll just kind of keep going through it. So th there's, there's no boss here. There's nobody yelling at us and trying to get, you know, whatever. So shout out to Carlton Williams. Cause that's somebody I didn't know much about. I knew who he was. But diving into his career and his stats and kind of his legacy and those things hopefully brings back some of that uh, to life. I'm loving all the Dante uh, Johnson comments in here. Those are fun. Those are fun. What's up, Fable? Glad you're here. Let's see, Jedi. Dante, he is royalty. Respect for lasting on the roster, you lucky mofo. <laughs> well, I mean, I want him to coach. That's what, If I could have it my way, I hope they bring Dante Johnson on the quality control staff and see if he wants to coach, if that's something he wants to do. Because he's just been around for so long, and he knows everybody, and he's one of the most positive guys. He's had his opportunities to speak at press conferences a few times, and, man, he's awesome. Yeah, Bobo says Dante Johnson, 10-year uh, 49er. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool, man. He's pretty cool. 49ers throwback. Oh, what's up, man? Appreciate the super chat. And also, let me just say this. I really appreciate all the positivity that you put out there on Twitter. Uh, if you don't know, 49ers underscore throwback. He helps put out content of other people consistently and just promotes others. Very positive person. Just want to say thank you. Um, he says, congrats on reaching 900 videos. Keep grinding. Appreciate your shows as always. And what's crazy is this is the 900th podcast version, long podcast version. I don't know how many videos we got up on YouTube. It's it's a ridiculous amount, like another 600 easy. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think – let me look up his his handle. I'm pretty sure it's at 49ers throwback. Is that right? Is it just straight up? Yeah, 49ers underscore throwback. So if you haven't followed him, very positive, does great stuff, and just always helping other people. Uh, just awesome job. So 49ers underscore throwback, really thank you. Appreciate your positivity and all of just everything you're doing, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Now, I've got a question here from a birthday man, Phil, uh, who is just a diehard supporter. want to say thank you, Phil, and happy birthday to you, brother. He had this question that I thought was interesting. I don't like it, but I think it's a good topic. He says, heaven forbid, anytime you get a question that starts with that, you know it's going to be about injuries. What happened? What would happen if something happened to Fred Warner? Because in the past, we had Aziz. We had this wonderful safety blanket where if something happened to Fred Warner, guess what? Aziz would swoop in. He knew the mic position well, played well. Is he Fred Warner? No, nobody is. But, man, he was just so damn good. And I'm glad that he is has gone and gotten paid and he gets to be the guy. He deserves that. He's that damn good. But now he's gone. And so one of the things I'm excited about training camp is I want to know what that backup Mike spot looks like. They've got two young pups fighting for that job. Curtis Robinson, who was on the initial 53 to start last year, 
Um, you know, he's much smaller, Stanford guy, super smart, super fast, all those things. And then you got Marcelino McCrary ball. And, oh, I'm sorry, I messed up my thing there. Curtis Robinson's not small. He's the exact same height, weight, speed of Fred Warner. Huge. Then you got Kurt, Then you got Marcelino McCrary ball. He is smaller. He's meaner. <laughs> so you've got hardcore instincts and aggressiveness in Marcelino McCrary ball. You have height, weight, speed, experience in Curtis Robinson. You have these two options. You know, I don't think they're even going to let Dre Greenlaw get snaps at Mike, and I wouldn't if I was them. Just keep him right at will. He's out there every play anyway. But, yeah, that that's one of the things I want to see because, you know, if Bosa goes down, that's one thing, and that's huge cataclysmic-type event that will cause major issues. But Fred Warner, that's more valuable now because you don't have Aziz. Now, remember, Aziz wasn't always Aziz. He was an undrafted free agent as well, just like Curtis Robinson, just like Marcelino McCrary-Paul. And you got to churn the back end of this roster, and the Niners have done a hell of a job doing that. You know, Jalen Graham, who I really, really like, is he going to be just a Sam, that number three spot linebacker? Is he in the mic mix? You know, what would that look like? And, you know, before I went live here, uh, I was at church this morning, came home, and then, like, I've been just going through roster kind of outlets that I want so that while I'm at training camp, I can watch. So, you know, just one, all the numbers, but now I'm creating a depth chart, right? All of the running backs with their numbers and the order that I have the depth chart, all of the linebackers at each individual position. I'm just making, like, these spreadsheets, just so I could track while I'm at training camp, all these different rotations, who's ahead of whom, all that kind of different stuff. Now, <laughs> the funny thing is, whenever I started talking about training camp and me going, everybody's like, oh, great, we're going to have, you know, <laughs> I'm curious to see what you're going to chart the quarterbacks as and all this. I'm just going to say this now. There are about 15 beat writers charting quarterback completion percentage every single day of training camp, and that's a good thing. I'm not sitting here saying that's a bad thing. What I don't want to do, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. If I do that, what am I bringing to you that's different? I don't, I've don't. i never wanted to be the guy that copies what works for others. That's just not who I am. Not that what other people are doing is bad. It's not. It's great. I read those reports. I take things from them. And will I watch some quarterback play? Yeah, of course I will. I'm not going to be able to help myself. It's just such a fascinating storyline and all those things. But I will be watching the quarterback position less than any other person there. I could probably guarantee it because they got it covered. And their eyes are pretty good. Maybe my eyes can see things differently, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to be watching D-line. I'm going to be watching tight ends. I'm going to be watching running back rotations. I want to see who's slot corner. I want to see who's working that third dime package safety spot those are the types of things that i'm going to be looking for so i already know the first question that i'm going to get is how the quarterbacks do and hopefully i'll be able to have a succinct answer for you that helps but at the same time i don't think that's the value that i can bring um because if i chart trey lance as 12 for 17 and somebody charts them 13 for 18 is there value in that? And I don't think that there is. Um, yeah, I don't think that there is. I, I, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm a crazy person. I know I'm a crazy person. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. RTP says that's why you rock. Or that's why I rock with you, Chapman. Maintain your formula. There we go. Christian Gomez. What's up, man? Excited to be hanging out with you soon. He says, I'm glad I made it um, for another at least 900. Thank you, Christian. Christian's vital to the future of the 49ers and i've been working um on your spreadsheet and we, I've, we got some fun things coming that's a cool thing we're at episode 900 we are not complacent we are not content we are constantly striving for more and we've got some fun things in the future very very fun things really really glad about this um now another question that i really really like this is from ryan on patreon he says, in a previous podcast, we have heard all the 17 and 0 comments. Talking to you, Jax. What is the ceiling floor for the 49ers this season? And what will have to go right slash wrong to get us there? Fingers crossed for 17 0 and a Super Bowl win, but let's be realistic. That is difficult, right? So if we look at is 17 and 0 a possibility? It's happened it has never really happened. The Patriots were 16 and 0 in the regular season they lost the Super Bowl, right? The Dolphins were 12 and 0 in the regular season in 72. They won the Super Bowl, combined 15 games. If you want to win it all now, you got to go 20 and 0. 17 regular seasons which would guarantee first round bye. And then you've got divisional round, NFC Championship, Super Bowl. You got to win 20 straight. It's never happened before. Somebody's got to do it eventually. Is this team good enough? Uh, I see you, Tommy. He says, we are not winning the Super Bowl. Why not? Why not? Um, you know, if you look at just Vegas and kind of what they have out there, the Vegas odds for the 49ers is 10 and a half wins, which that's a lot. Uh, there's three teams that have more. The Eagles, Bengals, Chiefs are at 11 and a half. We're at 10 and a half. I'm telling you all right now, I'm betting the over. You know, I, I think 12 and 5 is a very realistic. I think 11 and 6 is probably right where it, it should be just because things go wrong. Injuries happen. Teams get hot. Players regress some. That's just the reality of football. But 11 and 6, like again, I got us at 12 and 5. So I'm giving one game up. 11 and 6, I'd be fine with. And if that's the record, I'm cool. Look, there's Jack, 17 and 0, man. Yeah, right on cue. She's the best. She's the best. So, all right, let's talk about this, okay? Is it possible for the 49ers to actually be 17 and 0? What would you need to happen to get that? One, you got to have a quarterback start red hot and stay healthy. That's the most important thing. Quarterback start hot, be red hot. Now, DC, our defensive coordinator, Wilkes, yeah, can't skip a beat. You got to have a top five defense, period. That's you got to really have a top three defense, and the number one defense would be huge. All right. Debo, he's got to be 2021 Debo, not 2022 Debo. CMC, got to stay healthy. Bosa, you got to be in contention for defensive player of the year, and that's not even enough. You got to get another defensive lineman, probably Javon Hargrave, to go out there and guess what? He's got to get 10 plus sacks. So is that possible? It is. Is it likely? No, no. It's. I mean, it literally has happened two times in the history of the NFL, and only one of those times did they win the Super Bowl. Now the floor, the opposite, I think our floor is like nine and eight. That's what's crazy. 
I have us winning 12 games. I think if things go bad, we go 9-8. and eight, Okay, what does that have to happen? Got to get bad quarterback play, and, you know, whether it's Brock's out there, doesn't play as well, or gets re-injured, or Trey's out there, doesn't play as well, or Donald's out there, you're getting bad quarterback play. The defense isn't doing what it needs to do. But, man, you look at our division, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a minute, you have two games against the Los Angeles Rams team that's going to have nine, probably nine rookies start on defense. Like, that's a possibility for them. Probably going to be closer to seven. And it's not even like they're hot, like first and second round rookie picks. They're going to have like five minimum undrafted free agents start on defense. That's insanity. No team in the NFL has ever done what Rams are doing. You got two games against Arizona. That's a bad team. Tampa Bay, playing them at home, they're a joke. They have a good defense, but let's be real. I, I just cannot. I think our floor, the 49ers, and I do say out. And, you know, this is something I do get emails about. Like, why do you say we? You don't play for the team. I'm investing in this damn team. <laughs> this is my career. This is my childhood. Uh, this inspired me to, you know, build my work ethic and all these different things. Came from 49ers football. And, like, that's silly, but it worked. It worked. And so, yeah, I do say we. And I get people that are like, oh, you shouldn't wear jerseys. You're a grown man. That's cool. You don't want to wear a jersey. Don't wear a jersey. I don't give a damn. Jerseys bring me happiness. They really, really do. I became a fan because of a 49ers Jerry Rice jersey. And that is something that I want to hold i love that whenever i see somebody else wearing a jersey even if it's not the niners man guess what i'm going to talk to that person and, and i'm going to say oh dude <laughs> derrick henry or whomever they're wearing that's awesome so a little soapbox moment here i apologize but man let people be people they're not hurting anybody by saying we with the 49ers you pay money you literally support that organization there's nothing wrong with that um anyway that's just me uh, <laughs> I, I understand that people get upset whenever people say we, and that's okay. I don't mind if you get upset, but that's your choice. You don't have to. And if you see a grown man wearing a jersey, that doesn't have to trigger you or piss you off either. You cannot like it, and you don't have to wear a jersey. That's cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I say we also don't wear jerseys. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. Uh, nothing wrong with any of these takes. Just don't force your stuff on others. Like that's the thing. I'm not going to force you to wear a Jersey. Just like you shouldn't force me not to wear a Jersey or whatever. It's just bad. Just let people be people. Uh, people are awesome. And if you give them a chance, you usually like people. I think most people get along with others really, really well. But whenever you start with all of this, oh, you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't do this. Now those are huge obstacles and, you know, building a friendship or getting to know each other and all those things. Uh, but anyway, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> Tommy says, I can say we, especially when I saw all five Super Bowls. Hell yeah, Tommy. Uh, flex on that. I love that. Johnny, what's up, Johnny? Um, question, on a scale of 1 to 10, I want to see you win the 49ers con content creator March Madness next year. Uh, man, I appreciate that, Johnny. That's never going to be a thing I'm going to win, uh, and that's cool. I, I My favorite thing about that, I think – I know Rob Stats Guerrero, who's a friend of mine. Uh, I consider a friend. I think he's a good dude. It, we do content differently, but he's he's a badass human being, and I am a huge fan of him and everything that he does, even though we approach it from different sides. 
But like, I don't want to ever be the viral guy. I think Croc won it this year. Croc's the man. Uh, I got beat by Brad, uh, and rightfully so. That dude works way harder than I do. And I voted for Brad. <laughs> and I told people on the show to vote for Brad. Um, but yeah, I, I think those things are great things. And I like that it brings awareness to new creators and other people, and that makes me happy. Um, I don't ever want to be that viral guy. I want, I just want people to have a good time. Like if people are like, Oh, what do you think of John Chapman? Like, Oh man, he's fun to hang around. That, that's, that's kind of what I'm going for. So if there's a fun to hang around with content creator, uh, poll, that'd be fun one to win. I, I would like to win that one, which speaking of uh fun time to hang around, we've got some new announcements, which I'm excited about, but if you haven't yet, man, you got to try your hardest to come to a game this year. We got 12 of them. Going to 49ers games is awesome. But what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community. And we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together. Night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Now, check this out. We have all 12 of our games up this year already on 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, so go check that out. Um, we've got early bird pricing on a lot of our night before road game parties. I'm not sure if we're going to be doing night before parties for our, our home games uh, that we have scheduled. Just not sure how I'm going to get that to work out logistically, but I'm open to it. Um, anyway, so go check that out. Now, our very first event is a huge one. Going to Pittsburgh is going to be an absolute blast. We've got some of the details up for that now. If you look at, we're going to be at McFadden's uh, the night before, Saturday, September 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. It's going to be an absolute blast. We have the whole place for ourselves, um, which it fits over 200 plus people. So I'm really, really excited about the night before party. All, you know, the whole Road Rush crew is going to be there. Nick, Coach. Uh, Vicky, Wayne, uh, Eric. I mean, it's going to be incredible. So if you get a chance to come out, it's just right east of the stadium. Then our tailgate for the Pittsburgh game, we are three blocks north of the stadium itself at 1125 Western Avenue. Man, it's going to be absolutely epic. And again, when you go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, you can find all the details, the maps, the addresses, all that stuff whenever you're getting your ticket. Um so excited about what's to come there. Uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. So hopefully you guys get to come out, um, have a good time. We'll, we'll continue progressing with, you know, the details of all these trips um, as, as we move forward. But man, if you get to come out, try to come out. Now the tickets for the night before party, um, they're, they, we moved them up to $20. I'm trying to keep all the costs as low as possible. However, with a lot of these venues, depending on the numbers you get, you have to pay a certain amount and whatever else. And so that's up to $20 for the night before party. But, man, we're giving away so much stuff. It's going to be such an absolute blast. And if you're not going and you know somebody else is, say, hey, go check out this website, 49ers Rush Pod, uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. They throw some major parties. Uh, go hang out. Let's see what they got. All right. Sticking with the NFC West. We have been doing... A lot of NFC West coverage because I think the whole conversation starts. You know, we could talk about 17-0, and that's beautiful, and I love that, and I freaking want it to happen. I don't think it will. I'm not as strong <laughs> as Jax is. She's the best. 
But if we look at the NFC West last year, it was really, really bad. Wayne and I went through every single position group and ranked them one through four. The Niners had such a clear advantage. And, you know, I see on social media and I see national media talking about, man, Seattle's closed the gap and they might be the team to beat and all those different things. And so what I wanted to do was go back and just revisit this 7-0 and you know, breakdown against the NFC West last year and kind of what that looks like. Luciano, thank you so much. He says, congrats, John, on 900. I think I've heard almost all of them. That is incredible, man. That is absolutely incredible. And I, I'm very, very thankful for just all that you have done and the support. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much. Now, versus the Cardinals last year, in the two games the 49ers played, against the Cardinals. The combined score was the 49ers 76 to 23. 76 to 23. And you know, one of the things that I thought was really really interesting is that the scores were almost identical in the Arizona games. You beat them 38 to 10 in week 11, and then in week 18 you beat them 38 to 13. <laughs> um Incredible. So your combined score against the Cardinals, 76 to 23. That's a plus 53 point differential. That is crazy. Then you go to the Rams, who were actually considerably closer. You scored 55. They scored 23. So 49ers, 55 to 23. That's a plus 22 point point differential against the Rams. And then you had not one, not two, but three games against Seattle. 89 points scored by the 49ers, 43. You doubled them up in three games. You doubled their points. That's a plus 45-point differential through three games. Now, you add all those scores up. The combined 49ers score versus the NFC West, 220 points scored, 89. (laughs) 89 points. That's the difference for a 121-point differential versus the NFC West. It's seven games. Divide that up. 121 divided by seven comes out to just over 17 points per game. That's the margin of victory. This is not a close. (laughs) It it wasn't close. And then you look at what everybody's bringing back. Rams got way worse. Cardinals got way worse. Seattle, I do think Seattle improved. But I also believe that the 49ers have improved considerably. I've said repeatedly, I would take the 2023 Niners over the 2022 Niners. And they were pretty damn good last year. 112 straight. Add five more to that, right? That's what I'm talking about. Ugh, get excited. I get excited. Uh, you've got some baseball chat uh, up in there. I love it. I love it uh, in the chat. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to abstain from those things, but you guys have a good time. I love it. Shot Jay, glad to see you here, man. Um, again, the, the program stream yards messed up. I can't highlight certain comments. So I apologize for that. Shot J says like subscribe, Patreon, your support gives John the power to report awesome stuff from training camp. You want awesome Niner stuff. Don't you? Especially that Patreon, all 22 gold right there, man. I'm so excited to get back to breaking down. I can't wait for that first preseason game so that I can get back to my Patreon, all 22 breakdowns. And if you don't know, over on Patreon, guys, we have every single offense and defense and special team snap broken down for you for the past two years, two and a half years. 
uh, for all offensive, defense, special teams, two years. That's over. As soon as you sign up, you get that. Um, so yeah, definitely worth the time. And you know, that's kind of the lifeblood of the 49ers rush podcast. You know, the best way to support us right now. Now those, that some things might change in the future though. Um, we're working on some things, but Patreon's been really good to us. So go to patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. It's in the link, uh, description of this video or audio where, however you're listening, it's the best way that you can support us. It, it really, really is. So if you haven't yet, and we got free trials up over there and all that stuff. And trust me, as trading camp and all those things go on, we're just going to get more and more stuff available to you guys up over there. So uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. All right, here we go. Um, let's get to the best number 28, and then we'll wrap it up with some questions that have come through the chat. Um, the best number 28, one of the lowest contributing numbers by a considerable margin that we've gone through so far. Um, you know, pro football reference puts out the AV score, the approximated value that just shows how much they've done. Like for example, Carlton Williams, he had a 50 AV score. Well, nobody who has worn Jersey number 28 has over a 20. Nobody does. Um, some recent names, Jack rabbit Jenkins. Y'all remember Namdi Osamwa? We, I thought this was going to be such a great play. He didn't, it didn't pan out. Trey Sermon, Tevin Coleman, Josh, Joe Cribs. Back in the 80s, Dana Hall, 92 to 94. He had a 13 AV score. He was a first rounder from Washington defensive back, Bellflower, California kid. He was with us for one Super Bowl in 1994, um, played in 44 games during the regular season and seven playoff games. And then the number one, which is crazy. Yeah, Dave, Carlos Hyde, I'm with you. Yeah, Carlos Hyde, yeah, he was 28. El Guapo. Uh, not the biggest El Guapo fan. Never was, never. And I think a lot of it too, if you remember, Carlos Hyde came in in 2014 to 2017. He got a 20 AV score. He was a second rounder at Ohio State and he was brought in to replace Frank Gore, which is hilarious. The inconvenient truth, you are not passing that dude. Gore had more thousand yard seasons after <laughs> Carlos Hyde was drafted than Carlos Hyde did replace me you gotta be kidding me but there were some positives in carlos hyde's career with the niners he played 50 games 2729 rush yards 21 rush touchdowns 109 receptions never played in one playoff game with us um yeah uh 28 is not the best number that, that, that's that's all i gotta say so you know not great and it's what it is. So, like, it's weird because here, <laughs> I don't want to be too rude here, but I'm going to be rude. Matt Hasselbeck is in the ring of honor or whatever they call it for the Seattle Seahawks. All teams are not the same. And you can go down, and we started at, you know, zero, and we're working our way up to 28. And we have gone through Hall of Famers. We have gone through retired numbers. We have gone through some of the greatest of the great football players of all time. But sometimes you get number 28. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing necessarily. And so, you know, maybe uh, that changes soon and we get a stud that comes in at number 20. Do we have a number 28 this year? We do. Daryl Luter Jr. We have two of them for this year. Daryl Luter Jr., who we just drafted, and... The huge standout undrafted free agent wide receiver, Isaiah Winstead. 
there we go. Um, so uh, maybe one of those cats catch on and makes an incredible career. And we've got a new number 28 to look forward to. Daryl Luter Jr., man. Uh, I call him Pops. Already a dad and so mature. Just a hell of a player. Uh, he's on the pup now, which sucks. But, but hopefully he, he gets healthy and we can see some things. Uh, excited about that. So, guys, I just want to say thank you. This has been awesome. Um, incredible. 900 shows. It's crazy to me. It's not lost on me. And I just want to say it's definitely not just uh, me up here. I know I'm the face, the rosy red cheek dude. But it's taken so many people to make all of this stuff go and uh, to get everything to where we want to be. It starts with Patreon supporters. Without you guys, this would not be my career. Um, you know, Charles, my best friend who you guys know, Chuck, Eagles fan. Don't he, this, this show doesn't start without him. My wife being supportive of uh, Dale idea guy. You know, he got me to throw that party at the draft last year with Fred Warner and Elijah Mitchell. And I was like, Oh, wait a second. Maybe we could do this for a living. And we have um, our executive producers, Timothy, David G, Philip K, Kilton Niner, 49ers, George, 365. Unbelievable. Uh, the road rush crew, Vicky, coach Cruz, Wayne, Godfather, Nick social team, Eric Meisner. This guy is incredible. Tom, and Christian G, who's going to be helping us out in the future. Clayton, the mad scientist, he's working right now. And the legend himself, Juan Salas, who's on vacation. And so many more, man. I, I freaking love you guys. And I am so thankful. And I'm going to work my ass off to guarantee that I keep bringing you guys stuff that is beneficial to, again, back to our two things we care about. Make your 49ers experience better, your fandom better. And two, positive community. Um, even though we might argue a little bit sometimes. And that's okay. That's okay. At the end of the day, we got a lot more in common than we do that separates us. You guys are incredible. That's going to do it for episode 900. Hopefully uh, 900 more. Until next time, stay strong, faithful.